Hello and welcome to episode 100 of the Inner Work Conversation. I am your host, Nikki Cross, and I'm going to be honest, I feel like I should be doing something special for the 100th episode. Um, And then I realised it's not about the podcast, it's about you. It's about those of you who are listening to to this for the first time. It's about those of you who join me every single week. It's about those of you who have incorporated this podcast into your weekly routine, whether that's walking the dog, traveling to work, whatever it is. So I suppose I just want to start this episode being a special one by saying thank you so much. Thank you if you're new here for giving this a go. And listen, I really appreciate and respect your time is the currency here. That is what you are paying me with. Nothing is free. I've said that in so many episodes now. Even when someone says, oh, join my free webinar, join this free training, listen to this podcast. It's free. Nothing's free. This is costing you your time and your time is your most precious resource that you have available. So that was a very long-winded way of saying, if you're new here, thank you so much for taking that person's recommendation or discovering this podcast and giving it a go. If you are returning, whether it's for, uh, you know, you haven't been here in a while or um, you come back every single week, I just want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. It's, I'm not going to lie, like I'll take a minute here to just look back um, and recognise that it's been a journey, right? It's been, (laughs) it has been, oh, I don't, is it been a year or nearly a year or nearly two years that I've been doing the podcast? It's got to be nearly two years. And I imagine if I go back to previous episodes, just like how I feel reflecting back, I'm in a very reflective mode. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell this. And the re- to be honest, the rest of the episode is about this because today I have been journaling on why my business is more meaningful to me now than ever, why I feel so deeply, deep, deeply, <laughs> deeply connected to my goal, my pursuit, my mission, why things are becoming a lot more clearer for me in my business. Um, so I'm going to talk about that, but just sticking with the podcast for a minute, um, I I want to let you know that if I, I haven't, but if I was to go back and listen to previous episodes, I want to let you know that I would cringe. I want to let you know that I might disagree with some of the things that I've said back then. Um, And I take no shame in that whatsoever. I proudly own that I might cringe. I proudly own that I might disagree with some of the things that I've said. Too many of us are walking around in today's world, not doing things because we're scared that we um, we might try something and fail. We might try something and look stupid. And we might try something and we ourselves might judge ourselves or might class something as a failure. And I want you to know that the podcast is my playground. It's my opportunity to engage with people who mean something to me and share my ideas and share what I hope is valuable content. And excuse me a sec, I clear my throat. And yeah, like I, I think back to episodes that I've done and things that I've said and things that I held in such high regard and high importance at the time. And I look back and I'm like shaking my head thinking, oh, Nikki, it's not. But I I think this is how we best learn. You know, what is more impactful and powerful than public lessons? And what I've noticed about myself, um, particularly over the last couple of months, is when we're doing something outside of our comfort zone. So for me, that has been 
shutting down my membership space, Thrive Together, which is what it was earlier on this year, shutting it down completely, relaunching the Thrive First Method, and then actually doing a launch. Like I've never done really a launch before. And there's been a lot of lessons, a lot of um, mistakes that I've made, ways that I can see that I try to protect myself from things that expose me to ego vulnerability. Um, And so the purpose of this episode today is me sharing some of that reflection with you, but also explaining why I give so much of a shit about your productivity. Um, So let me get into it. When When I do anything, particularly when it's something new for the first time, I will try and schedule in some time for reflective practice. And this comes from, you know, please understand, I have been in learning and development since I was 18. I am now 36. So this stuff is baked into me. I think if you cut me down the middle, like a rock, it would say learning and development on the inside. Um, So yeah, like it just comes, I'm just, suppose I'm just trying to explain, it just comes very naturally to me. Um, and I'd always try and bake in time to my week or my month or my day, even for reflective practice. And if you're someone who has signed up to the Thrive First Method, you will know that it is baked in. I give you daily reflective practice prompts. I give you an end of week review and wrap up. Um, and it's all it's all based on what I do personally. And so after this launch, I am taking some time um sporadically not just one big chunk of time where I take myself off and you know really I'm I'm the type of person who has to let things marinate and let things come to myself like when I'm cleaning or putting my makeup on they're the or walking the dogs they're the times for me where something will drop in and I'll be like oh oh I didn't see that lesson and now I see it so I'm recording this podcast episode in the midst of that reflection so I'm pretty sure that there's going to be a lot more to this as my reflection goes on and my learning goes on from this launch. But this morning, um, my journaling that I did this morning, it's really highlighted to me why this work is so meaningful to me and why I do give so much of a shit about your productivity. Now, the first thing that I want to say, and it leaks into number one, so I'll just dive straight in there. I give so much of a shit about your productivity because of what it means. Productivity does not mean being busy. Productivity does not mean um, getting work done and ticking things off a list. That is not what productivity is. And I, I do this thing a lot of the time where I overlook what when I know something, I sort of just assume that it's like a commonly known thing. And what always amazes me time after time after time is the amount of people who join my world. So it's a one-to-one client or someone signed up to the Thrive First Method. And the amount of times I hear people say to me, I thought I was productive, but it turns out I was just busy. I thought that I was, you know, um, being productive and I realized I was just doing busy work. And that's what the Thrive First Method does. It connects you to the pursuit of your productivity based on bigger questions, based on more meaningful questions, more meaningful goals, and life's bigger questions so that you can design uh, goals that work for you, methods that work for you, um, self-care practices that work for you. So when I say productive because I care about your productivity what I actually mean when I say that is I care about you moving having the tools to move through your fears 
And when you move through your fears, it opens up this world where you can connect to what you really want. A lot of people, when they first come to work with me, they will be so, their energy, their attention, their focus is being so poured into what they don't want and what they're scared of and what they're worried about happening in their life and in business that by the end of the day, they've got no energy left over to pour into what they do want for themselves. And part of the work that we do together is helping you to deal with those fears in a healthy way that is honoring your nervous system, honoring your mental health. At the same time, almost the only way I can visually describe it is like we, we've got a lasso. I don't know if this, this example is going to work. Go with it. We've got a lasso and there's a big dirty gray cloud up in the sky. They are your fears. And what we do is we get the lasso and we, we spin it around and we hook it onto that cloud. And instead of just moving it out the way, we draw the cloud closer and we further examine it and we give you the tools to sit in the cloud, sit in the darkness, whilst at the same time, gently moving that cloud to the side so that you can get the light so that the sun can shine through again. That's quite a beautiful analogy, isn't it? Um, I'm making myself a bit emotional, (laughs) but it's true. That is the work that we do together. And you can't be productive towards things that are meaningful to you if you're not prepared to do that darker work. If you're not prepared to, if you just want to push your fears to the side and use force and pressure to force your way towards things that you might think are meaningful to you. There's so many ways that you can slip up there. And I know that because I've done it. I've tried to apply force to myself and my business. And it's seen me achieve goals and get to those goals and feel deeply unfulfilled and get to the achievement of those goals, sorry, and see me completely deeply unfulfilled because the goal didn't matter to me in the first place. It was driven from a place of ego and fear and scarcity. And so that's one of the ways that we can fuck up. We can fuck up in so many ways when we're not willing to sit in our darkness um, and work with it. And to be able to do that, it's not as it's not as simple as just sit with it. You know, you've you've got to find the tools to coach yourself and nurture yourself through that dirty grey cloud and be able to sit in it without freaking the fuck out. Um and you know, all that being said, it sounds so luxurious to um, dabble in the world of connecting to vision, a vision that is meaningful to you, those life's larger questions. But what are you going to do otherwise? Are you just going to keep going and going on this hamster wheel, working and working and being productive in inverted commas, busy towards things that aren't meaningful to you? Because I'm telling you, for all of us, it gets to a point in your life where you realize I cannot work any harder. I cannot go any harder, any faster than this. And if this is me at full capacity and I'm still not making progress towards things that are meaningful to me, and if I'm still sat in the darkness of my fears, what's it really all about? Um, I, what One of the episodes that I really loved hearing my, one of my clients' versions on this was, um, let me find it for you just really quick. It was episode... It's funny when you can't even find your own podcast. It was episode, well, two actually. The first one that I'd love you to go and listen to is um, episode 95, How to Get Off the Hustle Hamster Wheel with Charlotte Goss. Because in there she talks about, you know, her business is set up on creating space for others 
and for herself. And she was realizing that she was so busy and productive in what she thought, but actually that was just busy work. And it's really easy to get um, sucked into the busy work, feeling like you're being productive when actually it's false productivity. The second one that I would point you towards on this particular topic is episode 96, so the one after. Don't neglect the little things that make you thrive with Megan Hewitt. Both of those people are my clients. Both of those practice the Thrive First method actively. Um, so yeah, that's my first reason why I care about your productivity because productivity, it 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 doesn't just mean being busy. It doesn't, like, so many of us are in the daily whirlwind of things that sweep us away while our biggest goals, our biggest vision, our biggest dreams take a back seat. And it can leave us feeling so disconnected to the life that we really want or the business or the career that we really want. And it can make us feel unclear. It can make us feel unclear about what to do. Like I said before, it can see you chasing goals, but not it's feeling the underwhelm of actually achieving those goals and not feeling completely fulfilled. Um, so yeah, I suppose tackling for me, productivity looks like identifying what's meaningful to you in life, thriving first and in business, your dreams and goals. And I want you to tackle the big things by taking small steps And a lot of the time, what I see my clients doing when they come to me for the first time is taking small steps um, and tackling small things, but it's not leading them anywhere closer to the big things. And they don't know how to break that cycle. So to me, that part of my work is so deeply meaningful to me that, well, that's the first reason that I wrote down in my journal. The second reason is because change can be really hard. Um, Oh, excuse me, Bob's growling. You all right there? Um, change can be really hard. And what I notice about people when they first join me, either one-to-one um, or in the Thrive First method, is it's easy to spend your time ticking off tasks, ticking off a to-do list, drowning in details that don't matter. And what I find often happens is we lie to ourselves that when something happens, then that thing will solve everything. So it's, I hear people saying, when I get the promotion, then I'll be more free because I'll be earning more money. Or when this project ends, then I'll be able to be calmer and I'll take some time off. Or when I land that project or that deal or that client, I can stop working evenings and weekends. Or when I book some time off in the summer, then I'll be able to relax. Or when I get more followers on Instagram or and you can see this when then thinking it traps you because it sort of traps you into your to-do list into thinking that you're going to be ticking things off and that's going to lead you to the then and then never happens although sorry to the when and the when never happens because when you are when you're operating on a when then mentality you're not thriving first and it really matters to me that you are it really matters to me that you're not waiting till you've been productive enough or valuable enough or efficient enough or ticked enough things off on your to-do list. Because like I said, point two, change is hard and therefore eliciting change on your own. It requires you to build a skill set and the emotional capacity and the resilience and also the stability in your actual working week. I hear a lot of the time, I may well just get on a rant. 
bear with, warning. <laughs> I hear so much, you know, you deserve to thrive first. You deserve to do things for yourself. It's not selfish to put yourself first. All of these things, which I am a part of, right? The Thrive First Method is encouraging you to identify the things that make you thrive, not just outside of yourself, but inside of yourself too. Um, that's a whole episode, but just to give you a, an example of that, something outside of yourself that can make you thrive is finishing work at half three every day so you can watch your son walk up the driveway and greet him with a smile right? That's one of mine, by the way. <laughs> um, but thriving first can also mean, um, for me, I have a lot, I, I notice about myself that I deal with a lot of self-doubt and a lot of negative inner chatter. And so thriving first for me means putting time aside first every day. Doesn't necessarily mean I do it at the beginning of every day, by the way, but it means I plan it in first. So I know that that's the most important thing. So it could be at four o'clock in the day or eight o'clock in the evening, but I know that that's the first thing I've planned, right? Anyway, those things are thriving first. And I think that it's e it's easy to listen to a podcast or easy to engage in my work and think, well, that's all very well and good for you, but I'm on the bones of my arse. I've got five quid to last me till next week. And you're asking me to thrive first. I'm stressed out, um, you know, and I want to acknowledge that because it's a privilege to be financially secure. It's a privilege to be in a job, regardless of a job that lights you up and makes you feel fulfilled. And it's a privilege to be able to say no to job opportunities or work opportunities because it doesn't align with you. So I'm acknowledging that privilege. At the same time, I am saying I care about your productivity because it's hard to elicit change. It is hard to take yourself out of a thought loop spiral that keeps you in a place of, I can't get out of this. And I know that that is hard regardless of your situation, but especially if you are dealing with struggle, whether that be financial struggle, um, addiction, depression, any struggle that is outside of the norms, if you want to call it that. I apologize if I'm not putting this in a diplomatic or a delicate way, but I'm just trying to make the point that eliciting change is hard enough anyway. And so I care about your productivity because when you are finding yourself ticking things off and being really busy, but not actually getting anywhere, it fucking matters. It matters because if you are in financial struggle, the most important thing that you can do is actually say no to the things that are keeping you, um, or or not keeping you, because that sound makes it sound like it's all on you, that are adding to you being in that place. And instead, focusing your attention and energy on what can you do to help lift you up out of that situation. What can you do to help contribute to your mental health and well-being whilst you're in that struggle? That's why productivity matters. Not because it's important that you tick off to-do list. And if you're not in financial struggle, if you're not in any kind of struggle and you're in a really great place, like I, I personally, I class myself in that place. I am able to say no to opportunities when they come my way. I'm able to do work that I want to do. And yeah, sure, like I have worked hard to get myself in that position, but I also recognize my privilege as well. Um, so I'll give you an example. You know that both of my parents have passed. I've received inheritance. That puts me in a position of privilege. Now, I haven't spent a penny of that inheritance. but And the reason that I tell you that is so that, you know, you've got the context of, oh, well, she's using that to um, build up this um, financial buffer. 
I'm not, I haven't spent a penny of it. But the reason I tell you that is because I want you to know I'm saying all of this, knowing that that money is there, knowing that I can relax slightly. Um, and anyway, going back to it, in my business, I can say no to opportunities and that is a privileged place. But from that privileged place, I want to be able to build on that. I want to be able to open up more opportunities and serve on a wider basis. So I'm now starting to look at, well, if I can say no to opportunities, can I offer scholarships to the Thrive First Method? If I'm able to say no to opportunities, am I able to offer free workshops that anyone can join? Not for my own benefit, but just to get this work out further and wider, you know? So it being productive in the true sense of it is what I am feeling now. And not only is that impacting me in my life and giving me the flexibility and freedom to be able to go to the gym and um, work a shorter amount of time on an average day, at the same time, it's making me able to widen my scope of what I said I wanted to do at the beginning of this year. My word for the beginning of this year was impact. And when I say impact, I mean deep and wide. I mean with the people who engage with me, whether it's on this podcast or in my one-to-one work or Thrive First Method, I want it, I want them to feel it deeply. I want you to take be responsible, like engage with my content responsibly. Don't just let it wash over you. And I know that I can be quite intense as a human. I get that feedback all of the time. And I'm not even sorry about it because what I know is when I'm getting intense about something, I know that's where the gold is. And I know that when someone meets that intensity in me with an intention to hold responsibility for themselves, to take what they need from my intensity, I know that that's where magic can happen. But I also know that not everyone can afford to work with me one-to-one. Not everyone can afford to join the Thrive First Method. So I want to give more opportunities for people who feel responsible in those ways to be able to engage in this podcast and go, I'm going to show up and take one thing, apply it to my life, my business, or my job, and create change for myself, right? So can you hear, like, I care about productivity for you. I care about it for myself because it means something when you make it mean something. And then the last um, reason, which I think, to be honest, I think I've already spilled into, but I'm going to say it anyway because I wrote it down. It's for the ripple effect. I know because I've been told it time and time and time again, when I serve the people that I serve, whether it's here, whether it's in my services, my paid services, I know that the change that they create in their own world then creates change for the people in their world. And that's not something I can do. When I said to you before, like um, on my own, that's not, when I said to you before, my word for this year has been impact deep and wide. I want to go deep with people so that they can take it wide because the people that I work with, they have husbands and wives, they have partners and children, they have mums and dads and sisters and brothers and teams of people and they report into managers and their managers themselves and every single one of those people, if they create one small change in their world, which they can only do if they are willing to learn and grow and being able to learn and grow takes time. It takes time to watch an online course. It takes time to listen to a podcast. And then with that information, it takes time for you to integrate it. And so productivity matters because if you're saying, I want to elicit change in my own life and I want to have a ripple effect on other people's lives, you've got to be committed to doing that work. 
And in order to be committed to doing that work, you've got to be committed to creating the time for it. You can only do that if you're saying yes to the right things and no to the wrong things. And I don't mean wrong as in some things are bad, right? If scrolling on Instagram lights you up and gives you enough um, benefit that outweighs the cost of doing it, that's a productive activity for you. But to be able to define what is productive for you, you have got to set the um, North Star. You've got to set the destination in the sat-nav. That's what means something to me, that goal over there, whether that's your health and well-being or your wellness, whether that is your... um business growth and profitability, whatever that is, you have to set it. You have to discover what is meaningful to you and then say yes and no to the right and wrong things based on what is meaningful to you, which takes discernment. It takes boundaries and upholding them with yourself and with others. It takes so much skill to be productive. And that is why I feel so massively passionate and enthusiastic about it because when you are productive towards what matters what truly matters to you in life and in business that is where you from that decision or those decisions that is where you start investing your time and your energy and your focus and your attention in things that matter in things that are going to create change for you and elicit joy and bring you meaningful moments in your life and in your business instead of just being busy I don't want that for people who work with me. I don't want them to be busy for the sake of it. I don't want them to get to the end of their day and wonder if anything's ever going to change or wonder if they buy this new journal or this new productivity tool or that new Apple watch or whatever, <laughs> whatever it is that they think is going to be the answer when actually the thing that is the answer is them, is the investment in themselves. It's no more and no less than leveraging the unique skill of connecting to what's truly important to you and then taking intentional and meaningful steps without feeling like you've got to have it all figured out. And I want to sort of, I want to finish this episode, finish this conversation by saying my life, when I didn't do this work, my life looked like a productivity masterpiece. I look like someone who was smashing it, killing it, getting it all done. And I want to let you know that under the surface of it all, I, I really was just going through the motions. I really was just ticking off to-do list. I was unfulfilled. I was following someone else's rules and someone else's path. And those rules and those paths that I was following was what I thought was um, the right thing to do. And when I sort of made the decision to quit my job and start my business, I realized that I took all of those bad habits with me. I followed the shoulds. I followed what I thought the right path was. And it's only now that I'm able to carve out my time the way that I want it to be. Um, and it's a whole episode in itself, like the darkness that went with all of that, like my health and my mental health and everything taking a hit. I really genuinely found myself asking the question, is this what I want my life to look like? <clears throat> because I wanted to spend more time doing things that mattered the most to me, both in my own life, selfishly, and in my own business. Um, and I thought that the more time I'd be able to free up, the more I would make money and the more, and it that it wasn't as simple as that. 
Um, and that's anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to start rambling on into another episode here. So let's, let's call it a day there before I, before I start telling you the story about how this work came about, which is another episode for another time. That is the reason why this work is so important to me. I want you to, I want you to do things that light you up. I want you to do things that matter to you. I want you to worry less. I want you to be people pleasing less. I want you to know what matters to you. And I want you to be productive towards those things. Be productive based on what makes you thrive and what makes you feel like you're living a meaningful life and and giving valuable, meaningful contribution to who matters to you in your life and in your business. So I hope that you take what you need from this conversation today and let me know. Contact me. I am always available on contact at tlb.org.uk. You can Instagram me, um, direct message me on Instagram. You can direct, direct message me on LinkedIn. I am always so interested in hearing what you took from these episodes and more importantly, what you are going to apply. So with that, please never forget, I am always cheering you on and I really hope that you are cheering you on too.